Shout out to this episode's sponsor, Zencaster, my number one podcast tool. They provide a crystal clear sound and gorgeous HD video. I love that I can record separate audio and video tracks for me and my guest. Plus, there is a secure cloud backup, so I never lose the interview. It is easy to use and there is nothing to download. My guest just clicks the link and we start recording. Go to Zencaster.com forward slash pricing and enter the promo code EREADSPOD to get 30% off on your first three months off of the pro pricing. Again, that's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R dot com forward slash pricing and enter the promo code EREADSPOD and you'll get 30% off your first three months. Now let's jump right into the episode. So welcome, Braca. I am so very excited to have you here on the podcast. So welcome. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Very happy. So I like to start off what's called like my, my author or my reader question. And so my question for you is, who would direct your book? So like what book and who would direct it? What do you mean? Who would direct it? Like if it was a movie? Yes, ma'am. Oh my goodness. I don't even know. I don't even know who directors are. I, 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 I have no idea who to pick. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. What, I'm going to go. Yeah. What book would you like to I turn don't... into a movie? Oh, what would I like to do? Oh, this would be a short movie. I want to be famous. It's, it, it would be a, a, an animation. I mean, hopefully that's going to happen soon. We're working on animations now for my book. So this would be a fantastic animation. The story of I Want to Be Famous. What is that about? Yeah. It looks adorable. Yeah. Okay. I, I actually would, I'm happy to read it. It's pretty short. Should I read it? Absolutely. Go right ahead. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All righty. Here we go. Listeners, if you would like to see the visual of the book, Head over to the Instagram page, eReads Podcast, and you'll be able to see the video from this episode. Okay. I want to be famous, said Seymour one day. Those words grew and grew. They would not go away. It felt like an itch trapped inside his head. It itched him all day and when he went to bed. Those words started tickling him. They kept him up late. I wish I were famous, he said. I can't wait. And then one day, right out of the blue, doing nothing special, his wish did come true. A woman making a video walked slowly by. She caught Seymour singing. Then he burped. Oh my! Soon it was the funniest video yet. It was posted all over the internet. And Seymour's burp was the best part. Yes, you guessed it. That was just the start. By the next day, he was on TV. Then he became the star of a movie. 
People wrote books about him. Tons of fan mail was sent, and crowds stood and cheered him wherever he went. The president said, "Seymour shall get a parade, and in Seymour's name, a special day shall be made." Seymour Day was great. Fireworks blasted. The only problem was, none of it lasted. After a short while, his fame started to go. Brand new kids with burps began stealing the show. He was famous no more. Fans were gone, every one. Feeling sad, Seymour cried, "Wait, this can't be done!" But suddenly, nobody noticed what he said. They were tired of his burp. So he sulked in his bed. Seymour stayed in his bed. He did not want to play. Under six blankets and quilts, Seymour lay. But from that dark place, something started to shine. Where's this light coming from? Wow! Inside me, it's mine. He kicked off one blanket and inched up in bed. He kicked off another. Getting closer, he said. The rest came off in one swoop. He was hot. Now Seymour felt ready, but ready for what? Then, just at that moment, without Seymour hearing, there was a sound much louder than millions cheering—a clap of thunder. Burst forth from on high, louder than all applause. Can you guess why? He started breaking his habit of just looking to others, like tons of screaming fans or his two older brothers. Seymour's bright spotlight from inside him shone out. If you see him today. You might hear him shout, "I don't want to be famous. No, I've had enough. Now I see there is more than all that superstars, superstar stuff." Bang, boom, pop, pop! Countless fireworks blast, and the best part of all is. These fireworks last.、Oh. Seymour's inner light sparkles. Hip hip hooray! Now and forevermore, it could be Seymour's day. That's it. He <laughs> is that story, and the illustrations. <laughs>、um, if you're listening to the the audio of this, if you go on my Instagram page. E、um, reads podcast. You will see、um, the video, but the illustrations are absolutely adorable. And the message about you know everyone wants to be famous, but he found his spark was inside. How adorable! Thank you so much. That that is my message to the world: to let your soul shine. That's all my books. I say all of my books. Forty books help children's souls shine, and and one book for adults to help 
help adult souls shine. <laughs> yeah. How, how did you get on this path and like find like you want to help other people's souls shine? How did that get started? Yes, exactly. Well, let me tell you, I had a problem with food addictions for years and um, there was an emptiness inside that I did not know how to fill. I wanted to be famous just like Seymour, you know, but eventually I got to see more. I got to see, <laughs> that's how he got his name. That's how I got to see that, you know, we have addictions because we try to fill the emptiness desperately. The more we feel the emptiness, the more desperately we try to fill it right. and it never works. It doesn't work because it's not a physical emptiness. It's a spiritual emptiness. When I began to nourish my hungry soul, that's when I finally could find a joy that could last, lasting pleasure. Well, I love that yes. about like nourishing your soul because I think that's really what we're trying to do as we go through life. Like how do we nourish our soul? So I, I love that so much. Exactly. And why I write for children, yeah. I try... I try to write the books I wished I had as a child. So if we can give children the skills for how to live a joyful life early on, they don't have to play catch up the rest of their lives. That's so my memoir is about my journey, the struggles, how I developed the food addictions, how I healed. And my other books are just to, to nurture, nurture the, the, the souls of all children everywhere yeah fantastic and tell us a little bit about the process of creating children's books like is it a process that you found to be easy um is it difficult tell us a little bit about the process is it fun <laughs> yeah it comes very naturally to me there's parts of me that have never grown up so I think like a child I have a sense of wonder, a sense of awe about life, and I like to, love to share that. So what happens, you know, I was writing books when my children were very young. I began writing books, and now I have grandchildren. I get, I get ideas watching them, as I did watching my children. And also sometimes people call me up and tell me, please write a book about this. So my, my newest book, Let's Stay Healthy, that's how it came about. A mother during the pandemic called me and said, please write a book explaining why junk food is harmful, mm. why why children need exercise, why they need good sleep. So I, my background as an undergraduate at Harvard, I always loved science. Then I went on to medical school. And even as an undergraduate, I was taking school uh, courses at the Graduate School of Public Health and Harvard Medical School. So... I, I love explaining why, how to be healthy. And so children understand that the junk food is not called junk food for no reason. It actually, you know, takes out the good stuff from our bodies. It's, um, it's unbelievable. It's pretty colored, but it's really kind of toxic stuff. It's designed, it's designed to be delicious and addictive. While the natural foods are designed to be delicious and nutritious, totally different kind of things. So I, I go in and I explain this. I, I find even teenagers contact me that under, they understand from reading the book 
why it's good to get enough sleep at night. You know, I love explaining these things and exercise. Our bodies are designed to move. So it's, and it brings us a tremendous amount of joy. Also, it gets those hormones moving the happy hormones yeah. when we move around <laughs> I, I love that and i love how like you're, you're taking these these big or these abstract concepts and you're making it so that children can understand and i, I think that's wonderful and kind of going back to your illustrations do you draw them do you work with an illustrator kind of tell us a little bit about that yes i i love to draw but i don't feel i'm good enough to draw to be the illustrator for any of my books yet I mainly draw creatures. So um, usually the publishers pick their own illustrators. I work with publishing companies and they pick, but sometimes I get to pick the illustrator. In both cases, it's a lot of fun because through the computer, they don't even live in this country sometimes, and but we, we communicate with each other and I get to have a lot of feedback. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, first they give me a draft of how it looks, and then I can give corrections, and it goes back and forth until we get it exactly how everybody loves it. That's how it works. I, yeah. I love that. I love the collaboration and, and, and how you yeah. feel heard, and you know, thank you for walking us through through that process. And yes, have you always? I know you said like you got your ideas from watching your kids, and and people are saying write a book about this, but. Have you always known that you wanted to be an author? I, you know, I didn't know it, but it seems like my high school knew it. They, they voted me class author, no. you know? Yeah. There were like a thousand people in the school, in my grade. And I was class author. And I'm like, why, you know, why, why was, I didn't even know. Like I used to write stories for the newspaper and stuff, but okay. So I guess they knew something I didn't know, you know? <laughs> There's always someone else that can see your gifts that's inside of you before you see them. That must be it. Please share, where can people find your books? Where can they find um, your children's books? And then tell us a little bit about your adult book that you have. Oh, sure. All my books. My children made this amazing website. It's called getsbookshop.com. And gets is spelled strangely G-O-E-T-Z. There's an O in there. So getsbookshop.com. And you could see the amazing website they made. It's got clips. It got it has all kinds of things. And you could learn about all the books. The, the, the memoir... It's a it's a it's a very interesting book because it's not a typical. I don't write long books. My books are very short picture books. So this book is unusual. I didn't exactly write it. I compiled it from my real diary entries. No. That you had journals and and letters, and it goes from age twelve to thirty two. So you actually see, it's like a documentary. You come along with me and you see me developing the food addictions and then how I healed from it. And I call it a psychological mystery because at the end of putting it together, I finally understood how I was able to heal. Mm. Even through writing the book, it was a therapeutic experience, you know, so I'm... I'm really thrilled that the book is now helping many, many people and, and it's, it's touching other souls. 
because it it definitely filled my soul to write it too. Oh, that is wonderful. Yeah. And and listeners, if you missed the website, it will be in the episode notes as well as um, Braca's social media. So please check out her and her 40 children's books and her adult memoir. I mean, that is no small feat to have 41 books under your belt. So congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. It's such a joy because when I help other souls to shine, it clearly helps my soul to shine. So I'm very, very grateful. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Before I ask my my last question, is there anything you want to leave the listeners with? Any last words that you want to share with them? Okay, Jeff Bezos, he has a quote, which I get a kick out of, because when you think of Amazon, you think big. And and what he says is, everything I've ever done has started small. Mm. So if you have a picture book in your head, I tell people, it takes 20 years and 20 minutes to write the book. You carry it around with you for 20 years, just spend 20 minutes jotting it down It takes that long to write your first draft. Then you can play around with it when you have time and just send it out into the world. Just do it. Because I wasn't even living in this country. I didn't even type it up. My first book I wrote on loose leaf paper. I sent it to America. Six weeks later, I heard back that it was accepted. So just go for it. You know, just try it out. Play. Play while you're writing a picture book. Yeah, I love that because I think starting is sometimes the hardest, right? It's just like, is anyone going to like this? Am I going to do this? And we have all these questions when it's just, just get it down. Once you get it down, it's not so scary. You know, it, it's this real thing. Exactly. Yeah. And, and do it playfully. Yeah. Then you'll have a child's voice when you're writing. It's, it's, it, it, it flows. Yes. Is it, is it hard yeah. having that child's voice? Like if someone's out there, like, I want to write a, a children's book, but like, I don't know if I can have that child voice. I don't know. For me, I just, it's my voice. It's my natural voice. (laughs) So if you feel that way about yourself, please open up that voice. Let it sing into a book, you know, just let it out. Or if you don't feel that way and you just want to play around with the child that's there inside of you finding it, also play around, discover which parts of you have that sense of wonder and curiosity mm-hmm. that can become a book. I love that. I love that. Braca, my last question is, you know, I, I like to leave everyone with a prompt at the end of e-reads so that they can let their creativity shine, however they might do that, whether that's in writing, whether that's in art, whether that's in cooking, music, whatever. And so if you had to leave us with a prompt, it could be a word, it could be a phrase, what would you leave us with? What would our prompt be? I, I, I think it's what I want to leave everybody with. Gratitude. Just that word and see where it takes you. Because that's something we all need more of. I don't think there's anybody with enough gratitude. We all take so much for granted in life. So see where gratitude can take you. I, I love that. And so listeners, if you're interested to see what I do with the prompt, stay tuned to the end of the episode and you will see oh. what I do with the prompt. Oh, Liz, you are such a beautiful person. Thank you so very much. No, thank you. And you have a wonderful rest of your day, Braca. Thank you. Bye, Liz. <laughs> It arose in my belly and filled my chest with its glory. It grew in my throat and urged me to scream. 
When I opened my mouth, it's normally filled the space. It was a gorgeous monster, clothed in white and mystique, and I had set it free. Its clothing glistened and shimmered in the sunlight. It faced me, and I could read amazement on its lips. I watched as it moved from lamp to vase, illuminating and revealing memories. From one side of the room to the other, it spun and leaped. My eyes watched with amusement as each figure and figurine came to life. In my mind, I relived the moments, recalling the places and people etched into my memory. The monster revived in me the sentiment I'd come to recognize as gratitude, an emotion that originates deep within and spreads outward, pouring out because it cannot be contained.